0: This is a space for anyone raising humans and trying to find time to raise themselves in the process. The myths of motherhood are loud out there. This unrealistic motherhood culture we find ourselves in is toxic to our souls. It imprisons our progress, stunts our growth, and breeds limiting beliefs that altogether keep us overwhelmed. It's my mission to push the eject button on this crazy ride and help you find peace with your process. Through mentors and mistakes, I have learned that we have way more power and permission than we realize. Jesus didn't just die to give us everlasting life in heaven. He died to give us abundant life, a full life right here on earth, right now in the midst of your sleepless nights and your Cheerio-covered kitchen. I don't know about you, but I felt like I didn't qualify for that kind of full kingdom life while in the throes of motherhood. Listen to me, Mama. You have access to all that Jesus died to give you. You're called to kingdom things even now, even when you can't remember the last time you read your Bible or when you say bad words under your breath after stepping on yet another Lego. Mothering is hard and overwhelm is real and understandable, but it does not have to be your every single day. I want to help you out of the wind and the waves of overwhelm and into the peace of overflow through super practical things like decluttering, simplifying your life, making your home work for you, to mental work like ditching the pressure of perfection and comparison, defeating those toxic thoughts, and learning about yourself, how you tick, and what brings you to life. We're covering it all. If it's not real, raw, and helpful, it is not allowed. Fullness is in front of you. Let's go get it together. You're listening to The Fullness Show. Welcome to another episode of The Fullness Show. I'm Abby Haggard. I'm your host and I'm so glad you're here today. Today we're talking about something that I think all of us can relate to and I think that um, we all deal with on a daily level. Some of us have some healthier coping mechanisms with this topic. Some of us do not and so I just kind of want to dive into it a little bit um and maybe enlighten you to some uh, just a different take on this topic. We are talking about comparison. Um and the, the normally the narrative around this word is negative. Um we look at comparison as being um you know our uh past president uh, Theodore Roosevelt he said um comparison is the thief of joy and um we have all these really powerful quotes from a lot, a lot of really wise people that just talk about how comparison is it's just a thief it's a it's a killer of progress it's um it steals your relationships it isolates you it you know highlights insecurities it promotes insecurities and i completely agree i believe that unhealthy comparison is um, very toxic. I think that it has ruined a lot of relationships, a lot of friendships. It's isolated a lot of people. It's heightened a lot of um, mental health issues, and especially in the day and age that we live in, with everything you know online, and we're just we're bombarded with too much information, too much exposure to people's highlight reels, and um, it's it's just. It is what it is. It's just the world we live in right now. So, comparison is just kind of something that I think if you're breathing, you are probably um, dealing with, especially as a, a mom, a young woman. Uh, maybe you're an older woman in the middle of it as well. No matter what season of life you're in, it's just kind of, it can kind of creep up on you. Um, and so unhealthy comparison is something that I think we need to talk about. But I also think that if we can take a little step back from it and instead of you know b- bombarding our brains with don't compare, don't compare, don't compare, I think we need to take a step back and realize that comparison is normal. And not only is it normal, it is actually something that can be used as a tool to create growth and promote um, your expansion as a human, as a person who wants to grow, who wants to learn, who wants to better themselves. And so what I mean by that is I think that if we can step back and say, okay, I Realize that comparison is a part of life. Like it's just out there. Like if I wanted to avoid comparison, I probably should just move to the mountains and seclude myself from the human race because that's just, it's, it, people are everywhere and you notice things about people and you notice, you know, how they're dressed or, you know, what they drive or, you know, how their kids look or act or whatever. And we're constantly taking in information from other people. And wanting to apply it to our lives. And so I think that there are some guardrails that we can set up. And I think that there are ways for us to truly harness this tool that is natural and is going to happen anyways and make it actually work for us and um, promote relationship that um, might otherwise be a jealous, um, cynical take. And so let me give you some examples. So if we look at the unhealthy comparison narrative in our heads, this is kind of what it would sound like. So if we're looking at a young mom and she is noticing another mom at um, a school function, okay, and she's watching her interact, she's watching her Um, with her kids and her husband. And she's, initially she's drawn to her because she likes the way that she's dressed. She likes the way that um, her kids are behaving. She likes um, how she's enjoying herself. She doesn't look like a frazzled freaking wreck. She's, she's, um, she's just bright. Like she's, there's a brightness about her. And this tired mom is looking at this, and she's in an overwhelmed season. She's frustrated with her family. She's maybe frustrated with her husband. Her husband's not at the function. or um, She's kind of just dressed in whatever she could throw on that day, and she's just not feeling super cute. Um, Her kids have been acting crazy this morning. And so she walks in, and the minute she sees this other mom, she has a narrative hit in her head. And the narrative says, oh, I just can't. I just can't today. I can't with her. Like, you know, great, great that you're cute. Great that your kids are great. Great that your husband's here. That must be nice. Must be really nice that you can just like show up and like your life's probably just way easier. Like you don't even understand. You don't even understand where what I'm going through. And you're not – this woman's not even talking out loud. But in her head is this narrative just playing. And it's just this constant negative – um not only is she frustrated at this other woman, um, she's down on herself. She's, she's berating herself in a way that, you know, um, you know, just brings her down. She's almost um, becoming a victim. She's um, making these excuses for why she can't be like this. And this is deep, this is deep thought, this is deep work, but this is some places I've been before. This is places that these are these are places that I've been, these are places that I know my friends have gone. And if we don't talk about them, if we don't bring them to the light, then they get to fester and they get to grow and they get to wreak havoc in our heads and in our hearts and start to dictate how we think and how we feel towards people who are innocent bystanders and actually could probably be really good friends and really good support systems for us and really good inspirations but because we are jealous and we've let unhealthy comparison run the narrative in our heads we have now isolated ourselves and cut ourselves off from ever being to from from ever being able to benefit from that relationship and so the unhealthy comparison narrative completely cuts you off. It completely shuts it down and it is really targeted at this innocent bystander who you really this woman really is actually like drawn to and likes these things about her and wants this stuff for her own life. But because she's let insecurity and jealousy rule, she's now cut off that relationship. Now she's going to fake smile at this woman and now she's going to roll her eyes every time. You know, she sees this woman. It's just, it's not going to, her heart's not open for relationship. And secretly, deep, deep down, if we get real, she's rooting for her to fail. Like she would love it, you know, if one of her kids just had a freaking tantrum and lost their minds and she'd feel a little bit better about herself. You know, those, those true, true deep thoughts. So I want to go here because I want to give a really, really practical example of what this does to our brains. And now if we looked at the healthy comparison narrative, let's switch over. A healthy comparison narrative in someone's head um, let's give the exact same situation. This woman walks in. She's she's feeling drab today. She's just her kids have been running amok. You know she's frustrated. Her husband couldn't be here at the school function. She sees this mom who seems to have it all together. Is cute today. Her kids ha- happen to be doing well that day. Her husband happens to be there. Things are looking you know good in this this woman's life. So the other, so our, our overwhelmed mom, our frustrated mom, our, our tired mom comes in in a t-shirt and jeans with her hair thrown up in a bun and sees this other mom. This is what a healthy comparison narrative says. Okay. So her head goes, oh my gosh, like look how freaking cute she is. And she has the choice to go unhealthy, but instead she goes, I just really, I love that about her. I admire her. Um, she's doing the best she can. She's having a good day today. She looks super cute today. Um, I'm sure that's not her every day. I'm sure it's not her norm all the time, but I really love her outfit. I love how she did her hair today. Um, her kids look so cute. They're doing so good. Like her husband gets to be here. I bet that makes her really happy that her husband gets to be here. Um, I'm going to ask her where she got her her little her top because that's so cute. And I think it's super, super, super cute. Um, I really want to um, get to know her. I feel like she's a bright light and I could probably really benefit from her relationship. I think I'd like to get to know her. I should see if she wants to do coffee sometime. Can you tell the difference in this narrative? It's so much healthier. It's so much brighter. Not only are we... Are we um, happier in our heads? We are um, wanting relationship with this person. We're not pushing them back in our heads already. Um, So the unhealthy narrative, you know, is the same as the healthy. They noticed something they liked first. There's always something that you like when comparison when unhealthy or healthy comparison creeps in when comparison's happening at all it 's always because you 're attracted to something you like something you see something that draws you in and you notice something. Um, the unhealthy narrative got annoyed immediately, but the healthy narrative liked it, noticed it liked it, and wanted to apply it. Um, the unhealthy narrative wanted to push away wanted um the, the The secret thought of failure for this woman um, for uh destruction in her day um, secretly wanted her to kind of lose and the healthy narrative um, cheered for her and wanted to draw close wanted that relationship and this is a really i know this is it seems far fetched it seems like this is just like wishful thinking Abby. But this is something that is actually within our power to change about ourselves. It's actually within our power to stop thought and to go a different direction. Um, If any of you follow Dr. Caroline Leaf, she talks about this uh, beautiful method called the MediCog. And she has a great app out there called the Neural Cycle. I'll link to it in the show notes. But this is a it's a sixty four day um, challenge that she takes you through in her Neurocycle app, and it's how to reroute the way you think. It's how to clean up your mental mess. And this idea is it, it's 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 the idea of your brain. The more you think a certain a certain way or a certain thought, a toxic thought, um, they can actually see in your brain how the neurons fire down this certain pathway in your brain. And the more you think about that same, that one thought, that toxic thought, that route that you go, um, the deeper and the darker those lines become in the scans, and the brain scans, they can actually see it. They can see the way that you're thinking. And she says, if you can stop those thoughts and reroute them, you're going to find yourself getting out of harmful and toxic r- ruts that you that your brain takes you down because it's so used to going that way. And so, she teaches some really great methods and like really helpful methods that that definitely make. I mean, they definitely change everything. So I would really encourage you to, to try it out. But for this for this narrative for this moment. For a quick understanding of where you're at and how to stop your thoughts, this is something that I really like to do. When I am feeling comparison, go the unhealthy route when I'm looking at somebody or I am um, watching somebody or I encounter someone that I admire or um, I I would like to be like or um, just someone that I'm just like, wow, like they're super cute or they um I love this about them or I love that about them. When I feel comparison come in and I have the choice to either go healthy or unhealthy, my first thought is I need to tell them what I see about them and i make myself go and tell them what i loved about them or what i just noticed about them um whether it's something you know you know materialistic their shoes are cute or their hair looks really good today or my gosh those earrings are darling like where did you get those um i will go out of my way and i will tell them how cute they are. And if they're not within reach, I will tell the person next to me how cute they are or what I love about them. Or she did such a good job when she talked about that. Like she's a great communicator. I will voice the compliment and the cheer out loud and I will get it out of my mouth. It won't just stay in my head. It will go out of my mouth so that now I've created a pathway for my brain to go down, my thought process to go down to where it starts going to the healthy route of "I love that about her or about you," and I want to not only tell you about it, I want to champion you, I want to cheer for you, but I also want to figure out how to apply that to my life. How do I apply that to my life to help me grow or help better myself? I don't want to become you. I'm not trying to become this person. I'm not trying to act like this person or copy this person. But I love this this trait that you have. I love. Love this little thing that you're doing, or little thing that you're good at, and I want to grow with that too. I want to do better at that. So I ask the question: How do I do that? How do I apply that? Where did you get that? Where did you learn to do that? You were so good at that. Like I want to, I want to do that too. Where did you learn that? Um, those are the thoughts that I make myself go to, and a lot of time when it comes out of your mouth, your brain starts going that direction already. So it's much harder to go the unhealthy route and compare in a, in a negative sense so the reality is when we do this when we go healthy when we go this route we have two winners in the scenario when we go unhealthy there are two losers every single time because relationship isn't built and you know it just goes on and on and on and on the unhealth spirals out of control and this is why women don't have friendships, is because they are constantly comparing and they don't know how to get out of the toxic and unhealthy narrative in their head. So, Get out of your head and say it out loud. Say the compliment. Say the cheer. Say the moment. Say, I love this about you. You look so cute. This is really cool that you did it this way. I love how you're doing this, this, and this. Cheer for them. Tell them they're doing great. And say, I want to do that in my own life. And I I really love your drive. I love your inspiration. I love what you're doing. And I want to champion you. Um, share what they're doing, talk about it on social media, send it to a friend and champion them that way. There are things that um, will truly get us out of our own head and into a healthy space that actually breeds healthy relationship and um, bonds that grow us up, that grow us deeper, that grow us in a healthy way. And so I just... I just feel like this is something that will really, truly change your life. It's a small thing, but it can breed so much um, if it is harnessed and if it is um, just, just nurtured. That's the word I'm looking for. It needs to be nurtured. Your comparison needs to be nurtured in a way that promotes relationship promotes growth in you and propels you forward and this is part of life you're not going to be able to escape it there's no way around it really and the older we grow and the you know the more that you know, things fade and, and interests change and all of these things, comparison will probably be a lot different. It'll probably feel a lot different. I look at my grandparents and I look at, you know, their lives now and comparison's not really a thing for them anymore. They're just kind of happy in their world. But as we are in this child rearing age and we are doing family and And working it out and figuring it out day by day and learning day by day and so responsible for so much. Guard your heart and your mind and understand that you have the control, you have the power and the permission to reroute comparison and to make it work for you, to make it um, obedient to your own thoughts. That is the power that you hold. And I just hope that you practice this. I hope that you dive in and really think through what's happening in your mind when you see somebody or something that you like and check yourself. Check yourself before it goes unhealthy. Check yourself before it goes negative or before you start feeling bad about yourself, before you start questioning your own you know, life or your looks or your habits or your parental, you know, abilities, check that and reroute it and find something that you can use and find something that can build you and grow you. This is how we get better. This is how we walk in fullness together. Friend, I am finally launching my very first course and I have to tell you about it because I'm so freaking excited about it. It's called Heck yes, Celeste Declutter Your Whole Home and it is literally a course that takes you through your entire house. Every room, every closet, every bedroom, every drawer, every nook and cranny, every thought, every conversation you might have. Um I teach about your kids, my kids teach about the kids, my husband teaches the guys. Like this is a goldmine for change in your home. If you are overwhelmed by stuff, if your laundry feels unmanageable, if your kitchen is constantly dirty if you feel like you can just never get any help in the house if you feel like toys are just coming out of your kids ears if you are just frustrated with your house and it's just not serving you and you feel like you are a slave to your home this is for you i cannot shout it enough this is made for you it is 35 plus videos for the busy mom it is self-paced you jump in there and you go video by video. I take you through the mindset shift. I educate you on clutter and what it's actually doing to your heart and to your mind and to your body. I talk through how to talk to your spouse about it, how to talk to your kids about it. I take you through every single thing you would need to know about decluttering your home. But not only that, I also help you create rhythms and routines that help you manage and keep up with the clutter in your house because clutter is coming in all of the time and I'm helping you learn how to develop a decluttering lifestyle bit by bit bite by bite so you are not overwhelmed and it's not this huge shifting change it's a slow organic natural shift that your family will feel, that you will feel immediately and you're going to feel so much lighter and so much freer. You're going to have so much more time and energy on your hands because you're not going to be dealing with all of the crap that you're touching all day long, picking up and handling. It is going to lighten your load so much and I am calling you into this course. This is for you. I have been there. I know what it's like and it is miserable when you can't sit and enjoy your home. When you feel like it takes hours to pick up and you can't have people over. When you're just constantly thinking through like okay, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do that. It takes you days to get ready for company. I've been there, friend, and this is no way to live. So I'm calling you into freedom. I'm calling you into overflow. I'm calling you into fullness. And this is where we start. We start at the surface. We start with the clutter, the surface place of our homes. And we get free from those before we dig deeper into the into the deeper things. And so if you are interested and you're like, um, yes, please, yes, yes, yes. I want you to jump over to abbyhager.com. You're going to find it all on there. It's heck yes to less declutter your whole home. And as soon as you jump into the course, you will get free access to this private Facebook group that is full of women like you who are in the middle of the course doing the work making the life change and they are championing each other like crazy that's a community full of encouragement and full of life and full of hope and full of freedom and these women are posting their before and after pictures they're asking questions they're they're giving advice they're sharing tips that have worked for them they're talking through challenges they're just creating this beautiful community that is just full of life, and I want you in there. I feel like the community is like just half of the goodness. It's so good. The course is incredible, but the community is just like life giving. So jump on over there. I'm going to link to um, everything in the show notes, but I cannot wait for you to be a part of this community. It's been so special. It has been so cool to watch. So many lives changed. Not just the women, but their families. Their families lives are changing. This is why I did this. This is why I've poured my heart into and soul into this course it is for your family it is for your ch- kids for your husband for your relationships this is going to change and it's going to help and it's going to lighten you and it's going to free you from the things that you even realize have been trapping you and stealing from you clutter so i want you in there as soon as you jump in dm me hit me up tell me i'm going to shout it from the rooftops and celebrate with you i cannot wait to see you in there